And I'm Chris, and our introductions suck. There's yeah. no, no Listen, listen, I'm no lizard guy. <laughs> Dude, what dimension are you from? Uh, it will happen, I'm sure. You think so? Yeah, because people are dumb. Um, <laughs> and why is it always Russian guys that go, smish this yeah. like smish. button? I'm like, what do you smish. mean <laughs> smash? It's a mouse button. Yeah. I can willingly admit that I got violently too high for my first time. <laughs>
I don't have the, the energy. I got well, like I got like a good like maybe like once a month, you know, I'll, I'll scoot in and and we'll go back and forth. And then if it's something that I come across on my own, usually I'll send it to Big Country. And then next thing you know, we're fucking tag teaming like we're the Rockers. <laughs> <laughs> we're like you we're like the Legion of Doom. Well, yeah, here's the thing, man. Is <laughs> when I get into it with these discussions, I try to stay as level-headed as possible because I truly believe that when you get into this ad hom stuff, start attacking people, yeah, uh, you, you kind of lose your audience, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I'm really inviting anyone to come debate this. Now, actually, what's yeah. interesting is when we did the roundtable for the group that we're involved with, at least yeah. on like on my side for the yeah. for the flat Earth, um, we had uh, two hosts come on. With, that was the third party to it. Um, one was full flat earther. The other one was skeptic. Okay. And and not, we actually so not, had not full globe, just skeptic. Yeah, and 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 uh, we had a very constructive conversation, and we kind of went back and forth a lot, and we talked um, about uh, gravity a bit and stuff like that, and some some questions about that, and it was a constructive. Yeah, it was a constructive conversation, I think, but it was the first time we can actually like I actually had like somewhat of a debate. Yeah, yeah, but you it was a, you had a, an actual discourse with people. Because I, I mean, I can I can attest to the fact that Big Country has invited, <laughs> I would say, every single troll that you run into over Flat Earth onto the show, and you've even reached out to people that maybe have a Globe or Flat Earth hate page, mm -hmm. essentially, and basically they they go, ha, yeah, right, you're fucking retard. Why would I go on your show that no one listens to? And it's like, well, if I'm so retarded, it should be really easy for you then. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And and I can say definitely, I don't know, how many people would you say you've invited? Uh, two dozen at least. Yeah. Give or and take. Yeah. Not one single person has been like, yeah, dude, I'll come on and shit down your throat on a on, <laughs> on, on, your, on your own stage. Not once. Yeah, not once. And and that's I, I'm I'm troubled by that because I'm like I really want to have a discussion. I'm not yelling at anybody. I'm not going to call you stupid or whatever, anything like that, because it's just not constructive. And and it's important to get information out there like this and have these constructive conversations. Yeah. Because I don't think it's just cut and dry as as so many people think it is. Right. That it's it's uh, it, and I'll say this too. Like I probably know more about the heliocentric model than they do, and they accept it a hundred percent. Yeah, I right. couldn't fucking even begin to tell you what that even is. Yeah, and and part part of it is is like, you know, like I said, for me, it doesn't make a difference either way. I get that it's it's the big grand lie and this and that, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm encouraging anyone who has any doubt and really cares enough to to have a debate or discussion about it to reach out and be like, yeah fucking let's go right there, there are plenty of people in the in the conspiracy realm that don't buy into flat earth you know what i mean and that's mm -hmm. totally fine i'm i'm here for the conversation either way yeah i think yeah. that's the point i think people are afraid to have the conversation because it's their their biggest comeback is oh you're retarded because you think this way or whatever it can't obviously it's obviously it's, he said it first fuck he got he, that someone called it he said it first <laughs> so <laughs> I, he opened. I was the just door. singing along to the song. Once I mean. you open the door, you can't you can't close it. Everyone's walking through. It's so. fucking retard's yeah. flooding through the door now. But I think it's a lot easier to sit there on the behind the protection of the phone and just text, 
hate at somebody than yeah. it is to look them in the eye and try to have a discussion because I think that yeah the biggest problem with the the younger generation that's coming up is they don't know how to interact and have a, a conversation they have less testosterone than we do so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, and and this is what I was saying. This guy oh, asked, <laughs> boom, roasted. This guy, <laughs> this guy asked, and then and then we'll get into to some playoff football, and we'll and we'll have some fun with this show. Um, but he said, then go right ahead and send us one single credible source, scientist, or paper There's that supports paper. the flat Earth. One will do. And I said, perfect. Would you prefer if I gave you from NASA.gov the 1988 derivation of definition of a linear aircraft model? Because in the summary, it says all tests are done over a flat, non-rotating, stationary Earth. Yeah. And he goes, this, this, is his this is his reply. Yep, Rev, I've read those math instructions. A lot of flat Earthers have posted these as proof before. And think about it. NASA is really going to reveal the biggest secret in history in an offhand comment for algebra instructions in an obscure training manual. In an obscure... That's how they test for aircraft. <laughs> it's not obscure. When's the last time you fucking saw a plane and went, what the fuck is that? It's so obscure. No, that's how they test... It, they're, they're building, you know... They build rockets that are supposed to go to space. So yeah. I feel like that wouldn't... It's not off-handed. <laughs> and it's 104 pages. Yeah, it's not an off-handed comment. It's just... <laughs> yeah, it's, it wasn't like a tweet. Yeah. Yeah, the real question should he should be asking is, well, why would they actually post this? You know what I mean? Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I know just from the automotive industry, you don't just make up a bullshit equation and then build an engine out of it. Right. Go, well, that's just the general equation. Like things have to be specific, or things <laughs> blow the fuck up. And you think like uh, humans can't fly, but we figured out how to using these types of, of ships and crafts and 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 thrust and the, how the wind goes over the, the the wings, and they have to be a certain type of build, and yeah. it can't just be like yeah, paper mache and drag. And yeah, all that. That's all pretty important to flying. But apparently, not it's what it's flying. It's offhand. <laughs> offhand, and so, obscure, obscure test for these things called aeroplanes. Is that, is, that, uh, <laughs> is that equation now obsolete? Have they come out and redefined it? Have they redone the paperwork with that a, equation? a globe model? No, that still no. stands because okay. they can't. If you if you were to use if you were to use a globe model, they wouldn't be able to produce the results in order to make something fly. There's a reason why it specifically has to be a, on a flat, non-rotating surface. And if these engineers and scientists and doctors are saying, this is how we have to do this model in order to get the correct, you know, uh, measurements and, and lift and drag and all this to have this thing fly the best it can fly. So you're telling me that they're developing an SR-71 Blackhawk and Blackbird. they go, Blackbird. It's uh, African-American spy plane. Mm. Best and, spy plane ever. And they go... Really fast, ironically. They go, let's just use this general offhand equation. Even though we're going to put guys in here that go fucking Mach 4. Uh, it, but it, we'll just use the general one. Because, fuck it. Like, no, that's not how fucking engineering works. You, you can't just use a generic across-the-board equation unless that equation is specific. You know what I mean? 
Well, and, and this is part of the problem is for the model itself, right? The, the part of the problem where they kind of shoot themselves in the foot is they provide a model that, that, that has math mm -hmm. that should dictate a specific outcome that's just not there. Yeah. So if they were to, for example, um, provide the math that gives you some type of curvature and all this yeah that's not actual in real life they have a problem yeah so their their that, answer that doesn't even exist though well it, it doesn't exist and and mathematically it can exist right yeah. it's it's this it's a similar thing that that we that we talked about um on that round table that we had about the black swan photograph mm -hmm. the the two ocean the two platforms that are at a specific distance yeah and based on their math, the horizon has to be here, and it's not. It's right. further than that. So, uh, you know, a portion of, of the book in my, in my book that I'm talking about, I'm making great headway on it. Newsflash. Um, is that I call it... It's fucking... I think I might have a sound effect for that. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, is there like a toot toot? How about a doorbell? No. No. Doesn't no. work the same. Yeah, that's good. Okay, Here we, okay. settle down, everybody. Settle down. <laughs> now filming in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> Just like the live uh, public executions we're going to bring back. Oh, yeah. um, God, not again. Buy your tickets, dude. Not again. Season tickets. <laughs> Season ticket holder. Dude, we got felons <laughs> that we could line up, you know. Oh, yeah, dude. There's a season ticket holder to, you know... Death on the doorstep, step, right? step. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Short Why drops. Snapdragon Stadium. Snapdragon. Short stop, shutting drop. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, minors must be accompanied by adults. Or whatever, you know. <laughs> that's the fine print or whatever. Um, is that, like, mathematically, it, they it, there's a problem, right? So a portion yeah. of the book that I, that I talk about is called Math mathematics will be their downfall and it really is because mm. they don't have an answer for the math now i don't want to sit here and just go along about flat earth and stuff like that but it's just these are the type of conversations that i have and i'm like you call a nas you ask for a scientific paper i give you one and you go that's that's off the wall it's off the cuff it's off the beat so it's, obscure. it's obscure i'm like it's a 104 page paper from the organization that you trust and don't know their model yeah and they said, yeah, flat stationary, non-rotating. Have to. But I wouldn't worry about that. But it's just... I can't, you know, I can't. It's not, it's not a big... Don't pay attention to the man behind the the curtains. Yeah, yeah that guy? Oh, I don't worry about that guy. That oh, guy? sorry, hold on. Nicole is just calling me. She wanted to know where the car was parked. In the parking lot. Well, we usually park <laughs> out front. There was no spots because I get off work at 5 o'clock, so I had to park over there. By the transformer um i'll tell you guys off air the the job site i'm on because technically i can't i did sign an nda that i wouldn't take any pictures well if you if you were to google what was being built uh we'd get arrested no you'd you'd find out what i'm what i'm doing it's not gonna uh, be like a, a like with the the mirage oh it's probably something with like like this shape, 
and then there's like an owl somewhere. <laughs> hey man, money's money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, guys? Or easy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, that is something Settle we can talk tomorrow. about. That's something we can talk about. Um, Let's get to this heartbreak that you guys are experiencing. Yeah, okay, let me start off real quick. As we were saying, if you listen to the show, uh, you know that we've said professional sports is fixed. Now, is that every single game? No, I don't think so. Is that every sport? I don't think so as much. Um, I don't think it's affected the NHL as much just because the amount of income versus football or basketball or baseball is just not there. It's not as popular. They're probably not fixing tennis matches. I don't know. You, yeah. you saw I wouldn't doubt boy. if there was like one or two, you know, mm-hmm. here and there. But the NFL is unique because it has such a short season compared to hockey, basketball, baseball. Right, yeah. And the amount of revenue generated from In that. such a small amount of time. Mm-hmm. It's stupid, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, uh, I think it's easier to fix more games because everything is boom, 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 right? Right. It's fucking games every weekend. I don't think every single game is fixed. And I don't think – I think that there are teams who refuse to go along with that and they get punished for it. I think the Bengals are one of those teams. I think the Niners are one of those teams. You know, so there's there's a lot um, to speculate on. We We know that they're a sports entertainment entity. So it's not even illegal for them to fix games. Right, and it does say on your ticket stub for entertainment purposes only. I believe there was actually a court case that um, some some fans tried to sue, and the verdict was not in their favor because it's for entertainment purposes. Yeah, I forget what what team that was for. But, uh, yeah, it was a few years back. Man, I want to say it was the Raiders. I thought it was the Raiders. It could, it could, it could have been. Um, yeah, and I want to say that that uh, the there was it was like a small group of fans, maybe two or three guys, maybe, that mm-hmm. sued and were presenting pretty good uh, arguments about their case. You know, video footage and comments made by certain players and things like that. Um, like there was a there was one that actually I think Big Country had sent. And it was a video of um, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback for the Jaguars, saying, man, they couldn't read a better script. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily proof. I think that's a general sports analogy. Um, so it would be hard to, to be like, this is, this is it. You know what I mean? But I think there's plenty other things that happen <laughs> that, that prove that point even better. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and – and, uh... As far as the Niners go, I don't know what the beef is. Yeah, people now, people, people uh, are, are wild right now. I, I will say, happened. we'll go through the game, but I will say I think the original script was for the 49ers to win mm-hmm. um, because for a couple reasons. One, the Eagles are trash. I don't care if you are an Eagles fan and you don't like that. Look at their schedule and you tell me that they had a tough schedule. They didn't. Yeah, yeah people they like did to go, not. well, they had 70 sacks during the regular season. They against play, JV squads. Yeah, they didn't play very many top ten teams. Okay, mm-hmm. um, some of those teams they barely beat. They almost got beat by the Texans. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, they played worse when Jalen Hurts was injured. Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. He's a yes. great athlete. Um, their their uh, offense is amazing. Their defense, I don't think, was that good. 
No. And if if you look at the score from Sunday, uh, on paper, yeah, just the score says, damn, the Niners got blown out. But they don't talk about the gifts they were given. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about Purdy getting injured, uh, Josh Johnson getting injured. Um, and it wasn't like those plays were like, damn, he hit him so hard, he gave him a concussion. Or, damn, he hit him so hard, this happened. You know what I mean? The freaks, uh, freak accidents. Yeah, freak Pur- Brock Purdy's injury, uh, absolute freak accident. Josh Johnson fell back, hit his back of his head on the on the grass. You know, it, those were routine plays. They were not avoidable. They weren't out of the ordinary, you know, circumstances that they happened under or anything like that. The Eagles were blessed to have both of our quarterbacks go out on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and let me get back to the, the one I thought the 49ers had originally the script was written for them because the NFL sells stories, right? Mm-hmm. And the biggest story at the time, last pick of the draft, mm-hmm. third string quarterback, undefeated, going on the road in the NFC Championship to take them to the first Super Bowl, which he would have been the first rookie to ever do that. Yeah. I think that was the script. Yeah. When he got hurt, they had to they had to change it. They had to make sure that the Eagles were going to win the game. Mm-hmm. And if you discount the first touchdown that the Eagles scored, because that was not a completed catch, right. obviously. you got to stop yeah. calling it a controversial call. Yeah, it, it, it was, was a not call. a kill. It was a bad yeah. call. It was not a catch, right? So let's just wipe that one off, okay? Then our defense kept shutting them down. Yeah. Right? Little chunks of runs couldn't throw the ball. No. Right? And then they had to give them roughing the kicker. Then they had to give a penalty for punching the ball too many times. Never seen that. <laughs> I've never seen yeah, that. Yeah, let's let's talk about those two penalties real quick. Okay. Because well, let, let me go back to the to the dropped pass. Now, the NFL introduced expedited review. Expedited review is essentially supposed to take place, um, say, if the referee misses a call, and and you can't. Uh, it's it's only challengeable calls, right? So, catches, fumbles, things like that. Expedited review is supposed to step in and go, "Hey, you guys didn't say anything about this, but we should take a look at it," and they'll stop the game. Later in the game, the Eagles got an expedited review in their favor. Um, it doesn't have to be under two minutes or anything like that, because uh, I've been, you know, commenting on this and people are like, that's a dun- that's that's not even a real rule. No, it is, and and they even talked about it because I'm yelling at the TV. Where's the expedited review? Why are we only seeing one angle of this catch? They showed one angle. I don't know eight times, and I know there's more than one angle because there's a fucking thousand cameras in that stadium at all different kinds of angles. After the commercial break, they come back and they go, oh, look at this angle. And it shows the ball on the ground. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why, why didn't anybody say anything? Why didn't the coaches challenge it, though? Well, so because Kyle only had the one view that we saw. They only showed that one replay until the next play had happened. Then they yeah. showed the three different angles that they had. So Kyle said, I had the one angle. I wasn't sure if I was going to you know, lose a timeout or win the challenge. It was early enough in the game for me to say, I'm going to keep my timeout, which can't fault him for. There are plenty of fans saying that that was a bad coaching move. I don't think it was because he got the same information we did. Mm -hmm. Now, my biggest issue with that is they have a guy in New York that sits in a fucking room. At least we're told 
in front of a monitor. Probably says a Bohemian Grove. And he's supposed to he's supposed to make the call on these expedited reviews. Well, I don't know if he got up to get a fucking soft pretzel. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, where were? If that was the case, he, he should have said. His whiskey cup. Come on. Yeah, he should have said, "Are there more angles?" And if they said, "This is all we have," okay, fine. If they have more angles and they don't share it with him, then there's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know how that played out. Either way, we didn't get any of the information we should have gotten prior mm-hmm. to the next play being snapped. Now move on to because they ended up scoring off off of that play right that Mm -hmm. turned into that turned into points Mm -hmm. move on to the roughing the kicker the rule is if a defensive player is blocked into the kicker there is no penalty that's exactly what happened yeah stole blocked our guy or was it gibson stole blocked gibson into the kicker the kicker's in in midair so you know if i push your foot while you're in midair you're gonna fall on your side Mm-hmm. So it looked way more dramatic than it was, especially in slow motion, right? Because you get to see the, oh, fuck. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, and no. They threw the flag. Everyone's losing their mind. Kyle's fucking yelling and screaming because that shouldn't have been a penalty. They gave him 15 yards and a first down. They scored off of that play. Okay. Um, and the the uh, unnecessary roughness call on trying to punch the ball out. You, pu- you punch the ball three times. <clears throat> And the crowd starts booing because from a certain angle, it looks like he's serving dude up in the ribs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But from the proper angle, he, he punches the ball three times. They say they blew the whistle and he punched the ball again. That wasn't my account of what happened, um, at least live. And that fucking killed us. They had 15 yards to that. So now guys are getting frustrated because it's clear, like, they're not out to give us a shot at all. Then you have the roughing the passer call late, which ends up leading to points also. Um, of course, every Eagles fan that hears me say any of that go, oh, you know, the Eagles have been screwed so many times. We know what it's like, but it wouldn't have changed anything. Even if even if we didn't score that uh, that catch was a turnover, you know, we, we, we still would have won. Well, we don't know that. We don't know how you would have fared against uh, offense that could – do more than run the ball here and there or make a five-yard pass, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we don't know what would have happened if those calls were called cleanly. Uh, so Correct. the outcome could have been far different. So, you know, I, 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 sure, the Eagles, Eagles played a good game. Good on them for the win. You beat a team that literally had an arm tied behind its back. Are they going to even have a chance against KC, though? No. 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 But – but I think I think the reason that they pushed KC to win, because we know for a fact that game was fucking rigged. Right? Oh, a hundred percent. Far, it was the worst officiation I've seen of a game. But once Jalen Hurts and the Eagles win, then they go, oh shit, we got a storyline here. Let's get Mahomes to win, and we can have a, a, a black quarterback battle. And we'll push that since this thing just happened with these cops and this black kid and it'll be good for, you know, I wouldn't doubt if they had some giant fucking kneeling ceremony at one point. But well, that's, that's like the headlines now. The the first Super Bowl featuring two black quarterbacks. Why is that a thing, dude? Yeah. I didn't even think of that until I read it. Yeah. Well, and, and, and to build on that, think about this too. We know that the NFL sells stories, right? And they also... With the exception of the Buccaneers, right? 
because that was that was not supposed to be a blowout. Yeah. Right. They sold it incorrectly, but they need to keep you engaged in a game for as long as possible. And if the Eagles play the Bengals, the Bengals are going to push their dicks in. Yeah. And they can't have that. Mm-hmm. So they have a better chance of keeping audiences engaged in a game for longer if the score is closer. Yeah. Right? That's more ad revenue. That's people watching the game for the full length. That's the halftime show. That's all that shit. So now you have the Chiefs, who are not also not very good this year. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, get I've In all of my years watching football, baseball, hockey, I mean, there's been some questionable calls throughout history. Of course. Yeah, right? Of course. I've got, never... humans judging. I've never seen them go... You know what? Do that play again. After the after the following play has already been played. I've never seen that. Ever. And I get. There was another angle where the ref was running in trying to blow the whistle. And then he stopped and yeah. let the play go. If you're a ref and you're trying to stop a play and they can't hear you, you're blowing the whistle. You wave your arms. You throw a flag. You throw your hat. You run yeah. out into the field. You're waving your arms for the play to stop. Yeah. You don't go, oh, I guess we're playing. Yeah. Right? And why then. Was he, why was he even trying to stop that play? I, cause I, well, because so they're, they're claiming that it was a time clock issue. That the, the play clock shouldn't have, or the play clock continued to run okay. was, was the issue. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And then they run the following play. And Kelsey catches it. He's like two yards short of yeah. the line of game. Yeah, I, I, that was it. I, I remember seeing it. I just didn't. Ever and then hear. they go, mm, "Let's do it again." And I, 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 st- I don't understand. Like you said, we've seen it a million times when, when a official, especially in places like Kansas City or Seattle, where the noise is really loud, these refs, nobody can hear their whistle. They do run into the. You run up to the line of scrimmage, right? So guys can see you. And and you're stopping the play. Mm-hmm. You didn't give enough effort. You got back. Let them run the play. Now everyone thinks the play has ran. And it's fourth down. They've moved the chains. It's yeah. They moved the chains. Fucking. They had to reposition the little arrow guys on the side. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of all this, they're going, "No, we're gonna redo it." it doesn't and I remember they go over to the Bengals coach. And they go, oh, he's going to run the play again. And I hear, I look at him, and he goes, why? Right? Yeah. Now, go back to the Niner game. What was the purpose of the Eagles rushing to the line of scrimmage to snap the ball after that catch on fourth and three, which was not a catch? Yeah. So it can't be reviewed. Exactly. So you can't, you can't challenge it, right? Yeah. Now go back to the Chiefs game. <laughs> the play was ran. The play was ran. Over. It's, done. Yeah. Done. They've yeah. moved it's the chains. Done. Mm-hmm. Stopped it's them on the third down. Right? Yeah. They go, yeah, you yeah. know what? Do it again. And then the very next play, they sack Mahomes and then go, yeah. uh, you know what? Defensive holding. Yeah. Defensive holding. I was I was for sure thinking they were gonna claim that uh dude that sacked him went too low, right? Because he wrapped him up around his ankles. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. They set them up, dude. They got that defensive holding. Then the very last play of the game, uh, or the very last drive of the game, I should say, um, Mahomes pockets collapsing. There's three holds taking place. 
one to the left of him, one right in front of him, and one to the right of him. And they're trying to swim past, and they're just fucking stuck. Three holds. Blatant holds. Not even, like, borderline almost. And then he takes off to the perimeter. Then he gets pushed out of bounds. Then they give him the 15 yards that they need to put him in field goal range to win the game. Yeah, I would say that the offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs holds the most and gets the least amount of calls. Yeah, because Mahomes is the face of the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony Romo, I, I can't believe that they would let him suck so much dick on air. <laughs> I would expect an FCC fine. Damn. Um, dude, it's, I mean, every, only Chris Col- Collinsworth only, is the worst. I was about to say, only Collinsworth is more up in Mahomes' ass. Not in the last quarter of the game last night, dude. Mahomes, or uh, uh, Romo definitely would have given Collinsworth a fucking run for his money, dude. The, yeah. the guy, he's like, look at him. The guy's got one leg. I saw, and he's got the team in his backpack. I saw I saw a couple memes that were cracking me up with Mahomes exchanging jerseys with the head. With the ref. ref. <laughs> Did you guys see that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> funny, oh. yeah. And, and this is what sucks, right? So this, this is the part that, that I'm torn on is like knowing that it is scripted. Yeah. Uh, almost takes some of the enjoyment out of watching sure. it because 100%. you're watching it unfold in front of you and you're like, fuck, man, they really are doing this. And, you know, like we said, I enjoy the the, the circus and I eat the bread and then I fight the New World Order for the rest yeah. of the year. Uh, but it's just like, you know, can you guys script one in our fucking favor, maybe? Yeah. And then I'll shut up about it. Give but me one script. Give Purdy me that was, sixth ring and I'm out. If Purdy didn't get hurt, then probably would have gone your guys' Dude. way. Uh, and it would have been Boone. Niners, Bengals. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, oh, um, uh, my buddy Kenny, shout out Kenny that I work with, he took a screenshot before the Chiefs game even started, and it had a banner for the Super Bowl, and it said Eagles Chiefs. Oh, really? Yep. On the <laughs> NFL app. On the NFL. He's like, dude, I finally caught it because I was telling him about the ESPN app that where I had saw that it was going to be. Bengals Niners, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's fucking weird. And then uh, I was like, I went back to the screen cap and it was gone. So he was like, dude, I caught it. And he showed me this morning. Sure enough, dude, it was like 23 minutes before the Chiefs game even started. And it already said who, who was playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> got him. And, and then, dude, then then you got these analysts talking about like the the devastation the domination of the 49ers <laughs> without like any context, right? <laughs> Boomer Esiason goes on his fucking radio show and they're shitting on Brock Purdy talking about how he's soft. He should have fucking stuck in there and played and mm-hmm. he's just being a baby. He made a business decision. Dude, tore his UCL. For anybody that doesn't know, the UCL is the, the tendon that runs back around here and all the way up to your forearm. That's what keeps your bones together in your arm. <laughs> if it detaches or tears, the pain is excruciating. Your hand goes numb and tingly. You cannot grip. If you're throwing, it's extremely painful. Um, if you're if you can throw, that's exactly what he described happening. Yeah. You want the fucking kid to go out here and 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 play with torn major ligaments in his arm, right? For a chance to go to the Super Bowl. He said, I can't throw past five to ten yards. You saying Kyle Shanahan should have fucking pushed him out there, right? Because he wouldn't have finished the game. The only reason he came back in was because Josh Johnson got a fucking concussion. 
They were going to put Christian McCaffrey in at, at quarterback. He hasn't played quarterback since high school. Yeah. He does have some passing touchdowns, though, and he has got one this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is your new shiny fucking sports car. You're going to put him beside, behind center after you just saw fucking two quarterbacks die behind center? <laughs> yeah, third and fourth string. Yeah, absolutely not, dude. So having Purdy go in and just hand it off was the safest thing they could do. You yeah. know, and there are people talking about how dominant the Eagles' defensive line was. Listen, they're not that dominant, and we'll never yeah. know now because the entire complexity of the game changed once Brock Purdy went out. Yeah, all the plans we had got thrown out the window. Yep. Chris, anything on that? Yeah, it it seemed that the whole you can't ask a fourth string quarterback to come in after the third string quarterback tears his arm and expect him to do anything that's going to be very productive because he's not getting the snaps right. during the practice. He's not getting the, the, any kind of reps exactly. during the, yeah. during the week, everything was going to pretty the whole week. And it's awful lot to expect him to come in and do something. And you, you saw the rust and, and he just didn't have the continuity with the team, yep. you know? Right. And, and then him going down on a kind of a the falling back and bonking his head, you know, that's, you know, there's been so many times that you get hit or, I mean, me playing, you go down funky and you hit your head and you're seeing stars and yeah. they're very protective or they should, as they should be yeah. uh, for concussion pro- pro- protocol. And if he's any, if, if he could go, he would probably would have gone, but they, yeah, for sure, but he couldn't. So you, and then, you're just done at that point. There, there's yeah. nothing you do. I mean, because even if Christian McCaffrey comes in, what's he going to do? He's going to turn and hand the ball off to, or he's going to drop back and he's going to throw some picks. Yeah. Uh, you're going against the best of the best at this point, mm-hmm. you know, and he hasn't played at that level of, as a quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not, it's too much to overcome. Yeah. Imagine driving mm-hmm. a, a, a six speed yeah. sports car. Transmission takes a shit. Now you have fourth gear. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> You're not winning right. any races that no, way. No, it's going to be real yeah. tough to get off the line. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. It, they, they had an uphill battle when Purdy yeah. went down. And the defense was playing really solid. And the turnovers, I thought, really hurt them. Yeah. Uh, they had a couple fumbles in there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They had the, the fumble when Purdy got injured. Yep. Then they had the fumble uh, when Josh Johnson uh, caught a bad snap. Yeah. Yeah. And – you know, the the bad snap wasn't the defense making a play. Um, the strip sack of Purdy definitely was. It was it was a great play. He came off the edge. He knew that he had one guy to beat, and it was a tight end, and it yeah. wasn't George Kittle. And it wasn't Kittle. <laughs> so uh, he, he did his job, as he should. That guy's an elite pass rusher. That's, mm-hmm. his, that's what he gets fucking paid a lot of money to do. He didn't hit him maliciously or anything. Um, you know, it was just a fucking full-on freak accident. He went to slap the ball. And he hacked his arm, which we've seen a million times in the league. And he got it just in the spot to fucking rupture that tendon, dude. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I guess the long and short of that story is, of course, some bitterness with being a Niner fan. To see us go to the NFC Championship twice in two years. Um, And and... This one was a little different, though, you know, the way it happened. 
Yeah, it wasn't like we were beaten because they're the better team, in in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but and but I, analysts are saying that. That blows my it's, mind. It's going to happen though. You're gonna you're gonna play teams that are not as good as you and and find a way to lose and yeah. you know things to overcome injuries yeah. and everything else. It's part of the game and you know the the script may or may not have flipped. I mean, at when he went down and it is what it is. It sucks and you know I, I've seen really good teams lose to average teams mm-hmm. it happened. It happened last season when we lost to the rams mm-hmm. it, it, it although we know about the yellow and blue script for that year yeah and Plus then Kronky we needed to collect that money that yeah the, the, that they the borrowed families own them yeah that they uh that they borrowed and the, you know the ukraine push and all that stuff yeah. and then of course we saw that script play out this year because the Rams were fucking garbage. Yeah, and they had the same team minus exact OBJ, who didn't do shit last season. <laughs> exact same like, team. Oh, catch. Yeah, exact same team. Now, um, uh, one thing I wanted to mention about sports as well that we've talked about, but not on the show, um, since we're just kind of filling in some gaps here. Since uh, we're not sure where where tanks at. Hopefully, you're all right, man. Hopefully you're all right, brother. Um, super proud moment for a Flyer fan, right? Even though I fucking hate our coach because he's a giant pile of shit, uh, I I've I've never like I there's like players I hate you know like ah, I hate yeah. that guy, yeah. I only hate one coach, and then <laughs> we hired him and we hired him and I was like, tight, this is awful, you know it's it's bad enough when we trade away our captain and all this stuff and. And then we fire our GM, who was Ron Hextall, who's like one of the greatest goalies of all time. He's in the Hall of Fame. This guy used to skate across the ice and fight people. But mm-hmm. um, Ivan Provorov uh, is a defensive player for us. Um, Russian. Russian. Uh, Russian. You probably heard about this story a few weeks back. The NHL uh, has a uh, trans night or pride <laughs> night. LGBTQ plus A I L M N O P. Everyone's got like rainbow fucking stick tape because that does something right, I guess. Yeah. They're like, see, even gays want to beat up black pucks or whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know what the message is there other than like you have to take that fucking tape off because yeah. it's not legal in the game. Well, we've but seen... we'll do it during warm up, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah, you're equality right, for warm ups, I suppose. Yeah, I don't. Like, what's the purpose of the tape? And like, they're making a big fanfare of it. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. a pander. Like, how it many is. how many trans people are like, you ready to go to the hockey game tonight? <laughs> Can't wait. Probably a handful. Maybe not enough, not enough to spend hundreds of millions of dollars on. No, you know no. What I mean, uh, because I think those same trans people would have gone to the hockey game whether you had a trans night or not. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, there's no there's no farewell hockey fans. You're either in it or you're not. Yeah. Uh, so Ivan Provorov decides not to take part of the team skate uh, prior to the game because it is against his religion to promote that. And he's uh, Russian Christian Orthodox, mm-hmm. or however that's however you say that, Russian Orthodox Christian or whatever. Yeah. And um, they made a big fucking stink about it. A huge deal. And I will say, this is the one time I've actually applauded John Tortorella, our head coach, was when he was asked during the press conference uh, after the game that uh, he w- he he was asked by a reporter, "Did you ever consider benching Provorov for not taking part in the skate?" And he goes, "No. <laughs> Why would I bench him? 
He has a right to do that. Yeah. He didn't say anything derogatory, mean, disrespectful. He was professional, yeah. He was like, no, I'm not. Next question. So then they ask Ivan afterwards. And he goes, you chose not to participate in the team skate. And he said, why is that? And he goes, uh, it's, it's against my religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, he goes, what, well, what is the church that you're associated with? And he's like, dude, if, does anybody have hockey questions for me? Yeah. Yeah. He handled it great. And, and he was like, but what church? Are you? And then he finally answered. He's like Russian Orthodox or yeah. Russian Orthodox Christian or whatever it was. But, um, there was headlines about it. There was, I'm sure, some very minor protests. I'm sure there's some people. Dude, the guy's jersey, and he is a good player. I'm not saying, like, he's a shitty player that just yeah, people ran to support him. He's, he, yeah, he is a very good uh, defensive player. Um, his jersey sold out that night. Immediately sold out. Yeah. And... I think that demonstrates a lot to what we've said about, I think there is still hope for, for society just because we're not the loudest because yeah. the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So it appears that people that view this similar to what we do and what other shows talk about are in the minority when we're actually the majority, we just don't yeah. get exposure. Yeah. Um, and that was nice to see. And, and I, you know, it's, it's similar to the, the, the baker, right. Mm. That you got to bake a bake gay cake or whatever, you know, it's yeah. like, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's actually you have to bake a cake that's gay. <laughs> like it has to be like the flour has to like love Super each other. Yeah. I don't know. You just add fucking... glitter. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of glitter. <laughs> uh, they made a big stink about it. Um, and, you know, we don't even have to give the disclaimer that we're anti that stuff because we're not. We just don't care and we and don't think anybody should be. He said he wasn't either. He said people are more than welcome to do what they want to do. I don't have to be okay with what you do he's 100 percent right i don't have to promote it exactly it's against my my core beliefs as a as a person and mm-hmm. i don't su- mm-hmm. support that lifestyle i'm not saying don't have your lifestyle yep. but i don't have to participate in it and yeah. it's good to stand up for your your beliefs in that way and I, I saw nothing wrong with him sitting out and i saw nothing wrong with his responses and like you said brian he wasn't being derogatory he wasn't making statements like all. bashing anybody very, very he's but he says, I'm, I don't support it, so I'm going to not t- partake. And, you know, did it affect his game? Did he go out there and he missed the team skate? Did he fuck up? Probably not. He probably went and played at a super high level. I didn't see the game, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I always say, I, I don't. You go do what you want to do. Yeah. You want to go love someone of the same sex? Go do it. Okay. I'm not going to promote it. Okay, my best friend in this world, um, besides these two guys, is is a gay woman, and I, and I love her. She's a great person. Yeah, we love we love her too. She and she loves our wives. She loves both of our our wives. She loves all of our wives. All of our wives. It was really weird, (laughs) but she's always taking hits at my wife. (laughs) She's definitely more hooligan than Darren is. She's way more. Darren's out. Yeah, yeah we'll shout review, out to that man. We'll but... review Darren's application soon. <laughs> Put it on the pile. Yeah. His application's on probation right now. But where I was going is, you do you. Yeah. Do do, go love somebody and love them with all your heart. Yeah. But 
we don't have to it doesn't have to be forced upon us no as a, and, a promotion and, flag yeah and, we and, don't have and, to wave the banner it's the same if someone says listen heterosexuals are disgusting no. my i don't do, dude cool sometimes yeah i'd agree oh heterosexuals are just as gross as anyone else can be you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh, real nasty real nasty but you know what i mean like if i'm not saying well you got to come and back me up because you don't have to i don't need you to i don't want you to no you know that's it's a lot of work if you want to cool but i'm not gonna beg you to and mm -hmm. they're out here begging motherfuckers left and right you know what i mean <laughs> well it's you know it's not a good look is when you need support and you're forcing these mega corporations and in, in the form of you know uh sports complexes mm -hmm. and sports leagues and players and all the you know the entire apparatus that surrounds that you're telling them this is what you have to do. We've already seen it take over in the NFL. Every fucking month they have something new that they're celebrating, right? And it's super obnoxious because so it's like... So much work. Yeah, dude. And, you know, and all it is is to generate something to sell more merchandise. Mm -hmm. That is all. They don't give a fuck if you're gay, lesbian, straight, trans, fucking midget, whatever. <laughs> they don't care about any of that. They want to be able to... bring midgets in? Sorry, dude. Do you know a midget? I know a couple of them. A couple? No, I don't. I was going to say, I'm damn, dude, that's rare. You can fucking buy a lotto ticket, dude. <laughs> um, but they, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they're just trying to label merchandise geared towards a certain amount of people so then they can make more money. You're a fucking dollar sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 100%. Uh, and and I would I, I would say too that uh, you know uh, the way that, that that their community is being represented by outside forces, yeah. I think is a bad look for them. And I think a lot of them really are upset over that situation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I with uh, so this young man that was killed by police officers, which we'll talk about tonight, um, and Demar Hamlin as well. Yeah. Um, and they shut down that, that, uh, interstate over there. Uh, it was in Georgia. Was it in Georgia? Is that where it was? No, Tennessee. Uh, uh, yeah. Memphis. Memphis. It was in Memphis. They shut down an interstate somewhere in Memphis. A lot of white faces out there. And I'm not saying you can't be upset about what happened, but in my opinion, uh, nobody else needs to go to bat for something that didn't directly affect you. I think. Be because, and I, I guess we'll just talk about it right now. In my opinion, from a society that has rules and standards, the best outcome of that situation to that horrible situation is yeah. what happened. They were all fired and charged with fucking murder. Yeah. What more did you want to happen? Mm -hmm. Like, it, I, I think that, I think in our society is we want, instant instant gratification yeah. we want it now with phones everything everything we want instant and public execution is how we get there and and that was as pretty much as instant Bingo. as it can be as far as getting things done because five evil people were removed six six, six. well there's six. six but five were charged right i counted six pictures that they five. kept showing well i i don't think i think one of them wasn't charged with murder okay i think that's the only difference Five people committed an atrocious, awful thing. Mm -hmm. It was so bad I couldn't watch the video. It was it was extremely disturbing. I I 
And I watch these things all the time because I want to be better yeah. at what I do. Yeah. And then as soon as I saw what was going on, I said, this is never, ever going to happen. That would never happen if I was on scene. That would never happen if I was um, involved, if I was even near what was going on. Yeah. And those people would have been, I would have been all over those guys. And not one of them. There were guys pulling up to the scene, jumping out and fucking soccer kicking him. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, dude, you you haven't even got a chance to assess the situation. You don't know what's occurring. And and it it was it and was I would, hard. I would was... I would disagree with that statement. We know if okay if they put out the proper radio traffic, mm-hmm. they're communicating to the guys that are also responding. So we know, right? But but their first instinct was to kick him. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. Like they they didn't get there and go, "Where are we at with this?" Like, no, they we, should they should have been running or... up if 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 they should have been running up to figure out. Okay, our number one, my guy's good. Yeah, is that guy detained? Is do we need medical? Yeah, and we should have been, you good? You good? Let's get help. Get medical, whatever. Because there's there's some knockdown drag out fights. Yeah, yeah. For but sure. that wasn't a knockdown yeah. drag out fight. No. That was a a mob beating. Mm-hmm. That's that was an individual that was could not defend himself and at that point was no longer resisting. Correct. And it's it's one thing if I'm rolling on the the side of the road or the intersection, if I'm in a knockdown throwing punches back and forth, the guy's trying to get my my firearm and I'm trying to do whatever I can to retain it, get him in handcuffs. You know, there's, there's a point where the force changes, right? It's, it's very dynamic. If this guy, if I'm fighting a great big, large individual, if me and boy are fighting and it becomes a fight for my life where I'm going to die because I'm losing this fight. And then I have, God forbid, I have to use an escalation of force Mm -hmm. and use a firearm. Okay. And then that guy's hurt now. I'm still got a chance. I have to place them in handcuffs, make sure I'm good. Am I able to give first aid at this point to this individual? I just right. used my firearm on. These are all the things that we have to go yeah. through all the time. And we're playing these scenarios out. Yeah. You don't really have a whole lot of time. To... No. And <laughs> you know, it just makes everyone that wears that, that uniform look bad when there's correct guys that do it all wrong. And unfortunately in our line of work, when we make mistakes, or we or we when we mess up, someone's gonna get hurt really bad. Yeah, because we're we're driving really fast to go save somebody or help somebody, you know, and we can get in a wreck. We hurt someone else that's not involved, or we hurt ourselves. You know, using force is a scary thing mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I know in the back of my mind, every single time that I put hands on somebody, if I gotta arrest someone and they're fighting me. It's going to be reviewed and looked at and money morning quarterbacked oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. everything is going to come under scrutiny. And I, I know I've signed up for this job, but at the same time, you know, I got into a fight with a, a smaller female and I was like, oh, crap, did I use too much force? And then I play it all back in my head and I'm like, you know what? I'm really proud of what I did. Yeah. I, I yeah, stopped. That shows your experience, your training. You know what I mean? Yeah. Comes come to find out, these guys weren't even hired a traditional way. No, they they lowered the standards. They lowered the standards. A third party company got involved, and essentially they were all diversity hires. The problem therein lies, they didn't go through the traditional background checks. They didn't go through um, the the traditional uh, psychiatric evaluations. They were 
completely ill-prepared to handle a situation with the public. Now, who knows how many other instances of something like this have taken place with those officers? Yeah. Right? Whether whether it's, it's a physical altercation or an issue um, where they didn't uh, handle an investigation properly and someone maybe got away with something they shouldn't have, or maybe they're taking bribes. Maybe they're fucking, you know, getting greased on the side or, or committing crimes of their own on... You know what I mean? Because uh, yeah, things, I saw don't, that. things, I things heard don't it. just go from cool to all all five of us are going to kick this dude to death you know what i mean yeah i i do want to say I, I did not read the toxicology report um i know they were mentioning in the police video that um he might have been high on something uh and i don't know the actual cause of death Right, I'm not saying it wasn't that. That's probably what it was. It was very similar. I saw when I saw the video to a Rodney King beating, with the exception of, of course, he passed away. I'm assuming from the attack by the police officers. Yeah. Um, and it's a horrible situation. I don't know what more you want. Yeah. Right? Like, there's no, there criminal there, the criminal charges are being brought against them. Filed. Don't, that's all the things that we should be expecting like right away that if you want your instant gratification that's the things that you need to be looking at right right they want to, they want to string right. these guys up in the the streets right now let them have their time in court if something had gone wrong like if they went to trial and then they dropped all the charges i'd understand why people are closing down in uh interstates i would after seeing what the little right. bit of what i saw i would understand that and i would i would probably be standing right, right up there and say this is wrong and i'll right. be you know, Sure. I have no problem standing up and say, hey, when things are wrong, we need to take accountability for it. And I think they did. They fired the guys. They been brought up on charges. Let them have their time in court, and, and then we'll go from there. Correct. It's just it, the society, as far as they want to go out and just jump on closing down freeways and, and doing anything else, let it play out. Yeah. Let it play out. I, I, yeah. I found the most amazing thing with this entire case was that somehow they managed to put a spin on the race car. <laughs> Dude, I called it. You did. <laughs> Boy, I called it like 20 minutes before my brother sent the screenshot. Yeah. And I was like, ha ha, that's really funny what Boya said. And then I was like, oh shit, it's real. It's fucking real. Yeah, yeah. They, they basically said, even though all officers involved were black, their actions still had root in white supremacy. <laughs> Why you like, gotta bring me into this? Dude, but they're trying so hard to make this a thing. Sometimes people are just fucking shitty, terrible people. I hate to break it to these white saviors, but there are shitty black cops, there are shitty white cops, there are shitty Mexican cops, there's shitty Asian cops, there's shitty cops in general. It has nothing to do with white supremacy, maybe some of the individuals have something to do with white supremacy. But for the gen I can tell you, there's this is not a white supremacist. He's not a shitty cop, right? I know a lot of cops, and and none of them I know. They're all different nationalities. None of them are shitty, but there are shitty ones that give everyone a fucking bad name, right? Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm, the point where mm -hmm. they change policy. Now these guys have to suffer, feel unsafe, uh, feel underappreciated by the public and their department because of these assholes and the thing that blows my mind the most is not one of those men had slept with that chick from men from from wasn't that in tennessee too? <laughs> it was see i think maybe it was. they had dude 
Maybe they did, and they were pissed because their fucking booty call got put away. Yeah. And everybody they, think of that? There, I, I just want to go. <laughs> I, I do want to make one statement. There's there's not one good cop that dislikes anything more than a shitty person, bad cop, like yeah. what we saw of those guys. Yeah. All Everyone that I've talked to in my line of work, we've all just shook our heads and were like, that is awful. Yeah. That yeah. should never have happened. One hundred percent. We we I would never let that happen. Yeah, and that's the reaction. You know mm -hmm. I mean? Anybody who was like, "Fuck yeah, dude, that was tight," you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to say too that um, I I I don't want to spend too much time on like how ridiculous it is for the race car to be played there. Yeah, because it's pretty obvious. Right. Um. <laughs> And I'm 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 just so out of like the left versus right, like it's a racist thing. No, it's not a race thing. They're like, yeah. and I guarantee you, all the people that were on that panel at CNN fucking live in a white community in a gated community. They don't live in the hood. Our they bars. don't live in Memphis. They don't fuck. You're so full of shit if you think that those dudes do, because they don't, yeah. right? And they meet. They might even live in an all black upscale neighborhood. I'm not saying right. it has to be white. Yeah, but you don't issue. live it's not in a fucking color yeah. Issue. You don't live in the community that you claim to represent. You don't. Exactly. Okay. You don't. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> As is the same for all the politicians that represent those people. Uh, yes. And big question, and we'll get to the end of the show here. Chris. Yes. <clears throat> Damar Hamlin. Yeah. Is he dead? I'm on the fence on this one. <laughs> Hooligans. Because I, cause I have seen a couple things where he went on like a hiatus where he wasn't talking for a little bit. And then I saw some pictures of him showing up and he didn't have the tattoos that he had on his arm. His like ears look different. I, I've seen all kinds of weird things yeah. about it. Um, that Joe Biden treatment. If, if he did die and... It wouldn't surprise me if a huge business organization such as the NFL wouldn't want to lose money because they forced a lot of motherfuckers to get the jab. And the jab and a seems... a lot of those motherfuckers are dying lately. The jab seems to be killing a lot of healthy people. Yeah. Yes. If, if, so I don't know. I don't know if he's dead or not. Did you guys see the little video that he did? Yeah. What do you guys think? He didn't have any. He didn't have any of the tattoos like he normally. Had. He had tattoos on one of his arms. Yeah. Right. Uh, obviously, I would expect him to look a little smaller because clearly he's not fucking hitting the gym, training, things like that. And the guy did look a little smaller, um, uh, but he just didn't look the same. Uh, he looked great for a guy whose heart just stopped twice. <laughs> I would expect that he was. Who actually, gonna... like, if that's him, he did technically did die. Technically, he did die. But he did die. But he wouldn't die to the point where they put a fucking obituary, right? You know, like, they, there's a post. there You could find his death, his parents' names, in his hometown, um, which is strange to me. And that it says that death occurred the same day that, that he fucking passed out on the field. Um, now, I wasn't willing to believe that he was dead. I don't think it was a conspiracy. I know... Uh, Big Country and I, we send posts back and forth from a, from a Instagram page that goes through the scripted thing, right? Now, if you were to watch their page solely, 
you would think everything is fucking scripted. Most things, sure. Not everything, right? Because they get pictures of like, like if I was sitting here with my hands like this, they would screen cap that and be like, that's a Mason hand signal. He's a 33 degree Mason. Um, the show's scripted, right? Uh, I can assure you we've never written a script. Probably a little <laughs> smoother. Once. A little but, smoother, yeah. maybe. Maybe we should. Maybe we maybe fucking we should. Maybe should. But um, after, you know, after him showing up in Buffalo for the uh, wild or for the divisional round game, it's fucking dumping snow. This dude shows up in the back tunnel, security surrounding him. He doesn't stop to say shit to anybody. He gets off of the golf cart, walks right into a room. And he doesn't say hello, doesn't say hi, doesn't say a word. Then they put him up in this suite. Now, for someone who just died twice, I would expect there to be at least family around him in case something were to happen. He's there with a, a, a young child who people were saying was his brother. I don't, I don't know anything about DeMar Hamlin or his family. So he was there with a kid. Uh, the suite seemed to be completely empty, whether they were showing uh, uh, video footage from inside the suite, which happened to be over his left shoulder, so you never got to see his face. He's wearing uh, a hooded jacket, he's got white sunglasses on, and he's wearing like a gator or like a balakava, something like that covering most of his face. Mm -hmm. He wore that when he came into the stadium, he wore that the entire time he was in the stadium, and he wore that when he left the stadium. So you never truly got to see his face. Uh, it was dumping snow, so they would show video of him up in the window in the suite. You can't see him because of the snowfall. And like I said, so both views were completely obstructed. Uh, his face was entirely covered, and he was probably three inches taller than Damar Hamlin. So that's strange. Now there were reports that, oh, he's using a uh, paid body double. Well, Why? Just say, hey, I couldn't make it to the game. People are going to give you a break because you just died. Twice. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to probably give you a pass on that one. Yeah. Like if you're recovering at home and they could probably just throw a camera and you could just wave and be like, go yeah. get him, guys. Well, you know, the... I'm with you in spirit. Yeah. Literally so... spirit because he's probably dead. <laughs> so the day prior to that game. Wait, hold said... on, Chris. What was that? Say that again. I said be there in spirit because he's probably dead. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the claps. Come on, dude. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I said <laughs> more better. The, the day prior to that game, a source comes out and says, "Hey, Demar, he's he's turning a corner, but he's got to be on oxygen, and his heart is being monitored um, to make sure there are no ill effects." Right? Makes sense. All that would make sense. Makes absolute sense. Um, but then the next day, what well, his cardiologist said, yeah, go to the divisional round for your team, even though you have heart problems. You're, you're not supposed to do shit that gets excited. You can't even fucking jerk off if you have a heart problem. This what? guy's, this guy went to his, I better take care of my, I better take care of my heart. Take care of that ticker, man. <laughs> can't so, take care of the ticker or you can't tickle your ticker. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <you go>. wait, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> wow just roses start coming thrown in well the, uh, <laughs> that would be funny though so they like so they so they tell him like hey yeah he's on oxygen he's on a heart monitor and then he shows up at the game 
Okay? And then they have this video come out where he's, like, addressing everybody. Looks a little different. There was a – I can't remember which baseball player it was. It was a retired baseball player who, who was like, is DeMar Hamlin dead? You know? Probably not yeah. those exact words, but he was questioning it too. Mm-hmm. Because if that was the case, you're supposed to be – you know, if we saved your life on the field, you're going to come out, show your face to these fans. They all go fucking ape shit. Why would you lie about you being there if that wasn't really you? Why did nobody see your face or hear your voice? Right. Now we see this video. And any time anyone posts a video where they're like, here is so-and-so's apology or, or interview or whatever. Dude, you, you sent me that AI video of movie editing. Oh, that was where... terrifying. Yeah, like, so he shows, the, the video shows an original clip, and it's this chick like, something, something, fucking blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Then it shows, like, the AI edited clip for PG-13, and she fucking says and it freaking. Ma- like, it, it maps her face, Yeah, and then she says freaking instead of fucking. It, it and does it, not look it, like CGI. No. Looks natural. So. <clears throat> and then they do it for Spanish, they do it for, like, French, they do it for Japanese, and I was like... Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So if they really wanted to have DeMar Hamlin on video saying anything, they sure could have, right? We didn't get to see him. Why would they not show his face at the stadium, but he's on camera? You know what I mean? There are and, things that just aren't adding up. I, yeah. I hope that the kid is fucking still alive. Right. But I'm really leaning right. towards the fact that he might not be. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I'm, I'm definitely on the fence about yeah. it. But like you said a company like the nfl they have a lot to lose they have a ton to lose because they forced all these young players to mm-hmm. get vaccinated mm-hmm. cole beasley retired because of it he said i'm not down with this dude i'm not getting vaccinated there's a lot of these older players who said fuck that aaron Rodgers, famous for that right um but not only that you have a company that millions and millions of people tune in to watch a game now People are going to associate that company with, oh, these guys got vaccinated and they died. And then you're running Pfizer ads during fucking commercial breaks. You know what I mean? So I I wouldn't doubt if someone called them from Pfizer like, hey, motherfucker. uh, He did not die. We'll we'll get you a hookup with Joe Biden's cloning facility and we'll see what we can do. Until then, here's an AI program. You know what I mean? Well, and this is another big point that I wanted to bring up about this, and I did not find this, is something that I shared with Boya on Instagram through the chat that somebody else discovered. Apparently, there is, screenshotted, probably deleted by now, mm-hmm. a death record for DeMar Hamlin, yeah. same age, born in the same town, died shortly after the game. Yeah. That was listed. Parents got the same name. I so somebody found it, screenshotted it, smart on them, yeah. right? And and and, and we, so there's questions we, we to be raised. We can't confirm or deny that that's even real. You exactly. Know what I mean? Exactly. But just piecing together the stuff that we have seen, you know, play out in the media, there are things that don't make sense. They don't add up. Um, and considering how most people who have had the jab along with boosters and what have you. Um, especially young athletic people, a lot of the time uh, when they end up with myocarditis or any t- hypertension, heart issue, their career's done right off the bat. Um, mm-hmm. And 
if that's that's best case scenario. If they survive, their career's done. They're never playing fucking sports again. Um, if they survive, most of the time they don't. Yeah, and I was gonna say that um, he's never going to play. No. Again, he's done. No. Unless his clone has a great combine. No. <laughs> Well said. Good point. <laughs> um, there was something else that I was going to bring up that um, just recently took place um, about the DeMar Hamlin thing, and I forgot what it was. Gosh darn it. Paul Pelosi. Shit. Oh. Uh, okay. That was that was weird. Super weird. Uh, did you hear the phone call? I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go through the Paul Pelosi, and then we'll discuss that phone call, because that's the yeah. bullshit. I, that that's what I wanted to bring up was, and I didn't share this, and I was like, ah, dang it, I was busy. But <laughs> when that clip came out, mm-hmm. okay, Paul Pelosi, the body camera footage, yeah. right? And in my head, I went, something else has to happen, so we can't look at this. Yeah. Even when it happened originally, we were like, dude's into butt stuff. That guy didn't break into his house. Yeah. It was fine. I don't care. Broke Whatever. Back door, you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Cross the line. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's not an issue of the dudes into gay stuff. Whatever. Yeah. Like what politician isn't, you know? Right. Yeah. But um, the issue was that they're trying to, to pawn it off as something else. Yeah, right? psychopath. Remember, original report was some crazy Trumper. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, something has to happen. The same day mm-hmm. was when that dude got killed yeah. by the police. Yeah. And I went, oh, there it is. And I went, hey, well, here comes the riots. Yeah. 20 minutes later, they shut down the freeway. And I was like, yeah. that was fucking fast. Are they reading this shit? Early, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. They had everybody fucking ready to go. Um, yeah, the, the 911 call was strange, right? It wasn't really urgent. Um, if someone had broken into my house, I wouldn't be like, oh, I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> he asked him because she's like, do I need to see fire rescue? I don't know. Do we need, do we need fire rescue? He's he like, says no. No, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, okay, well call me back if you have an emergency. He's like, well, he's not leaving, you know? And, and I'll, I'll tell you. He was trying to ask for the Capitol police too. He was yeah. like, can you send, and she's like, this is San Francisco PD. We did, your Capitol Police knows the protocol. That's why. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, the guy says, no, I'm a friend of theirs. And he tells them his name. Right? Um, then the cops show up. Paul's got a cocktail in his left hand. He's got his hand on dude's hammer. Not, I mean, it's a literal hammer. <laughs> not the hammer hammer. Not the hammer hammer. Just trying to hurt him. Oh, hammer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Paul Paul had a drink in his hand, too. Yeah, he had a his little left hand. Yeah, yeah. Little, and I was like... Sippy sip something. Who opened the door? Uh, I think Paul did. How? Well, he... So he opens the door, and then he grabs... At least, you know, I could be wrong. But it, that's, that's what I appeared. Because he, was... he grabbed... Because the cops go, hey, drop the hammer. And then he grabs the hammer. And... He had already had his hand on the hammer. He had his hand on so the hammer. So the door... It looked like to me the door comes open... He's got his hand on the hammer. The guy's got his hands on it. And then Paul's got a drink in his hand. He's wearing like a button-down shirt and underwear. He He's let some strange person Doing do his house. Stuff. Why? He hasn't put his drink down. <clears throat> he's just like, oh, okay, whatever, man. He puts his drink down when he gets smashed. Yeah, I don't think he had a choice, dude. He <laughs> fucking... 
he <laughs> dude it, it's comical it it is and it isn't right i don't want to fucking see the guy get beat upside the head with a hammer <laughs> um but when the cops go drop the hammer he goes nope <laughs> and fucking whacks him over the head with it yeah, that was i mean shit it was a fair well, answer and and to be honest, uh, no. like anybody that believes, okay, anybody that believes the story that they'll spin, that that guy broke into the house, back door, he had a hammer, somehow they had their underwear on, <laughs> calls the cops, cops come to the door and he's like, cops are like, hey, uh, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah. And you, you're in your underwear, you have a drink in your hand. And you look at the guy that's broken into your house, very calmly. Yeah. Who's holding a hammer, and you're like, uh... "So what do you want to do?" <laughs> and then the dude swings, and the cops and the cops go, "Oh shit!" And they tackle the guy, like because because yeah. opening the door, put they're the not. They're, they're like, "Can you put the hammer down, please?" Like, what's going on here? And then he takes a swing, and they're like, "So they're not answering the door." Like it's an urgent situation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because the phone call didn't sound that way. Yeah, the dude busted the windows out in the back door, got into his house, right? Now, this is how I know the dude that broke in wasn't a stranger. Not only because he says as much in the 911 call, but because he's not freaking the fuck out when he finds his dude in the house. At least not enough to put his drink down or put some fucking pants on. He I felt comfortable put... enough to be... I wouldn't have put pants on. You wouldn't I don't... have put pants on. No, but, but I would have probably shot him about 15 that's, times. That's what I'm saying. Like, he felt comfortable enough to keep his pants off and get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> okay? He, now, not only that, was it the following day or a day or two after they play this phone call, they're like, oh, listen, uh, fucking, I forget the dude's name that, that hit him with the hammer, but he calls in to a fucking station. And he's clearly reading off of something that had been written. It doesn't sound like the guy who, that we heard in the background on the 911 call. And, and, and I'll tell you exactly why. Because we know for a fact that that guy's uber liberal, right? He lives in like some van or a school bus or something with a bunch <laughs> of fucking other hippies. And he's from Canada. This motherfucker that called in was not. And it didn't sound the same. And he's going, you know, I'm, I'm proud of what I did. And I would do it again. And I'm only sad because I didn't take out more of them, which is super fucking cliche, right? And then he says, um, like, you know, these people are animals. They have names and addresses, and it's very easy to find those things. And it, it, he's reading just super monotone off of it, dude. And, and it didn't sound authentic at all. And I said, no, they're trying to spin this back to the conservative area again and, and to a political aspect. I mean, obviously he attacked a political figure so there's going to be some of that in there but they're switching this to uh, an entire party issue again yeah you know what i mean instead of the going this guy's nuts paul pelosi didn't pay him what he said he was going to pay him after he fucking fingered his butt you know <laughs> so now he's got to take care of business those motherfuckers were hooking up <laughs> and, and there was something that happened that took place that clearly the dude with the hammer didn't like and <laughs> fucking took things into his own hands, right? That's the only reason I would show up to a motherfucker's house with a hammer is if something happened I didn't like. I doubt he showed up and was like, 
you guys passed SB fucking 170, whatever, right? He's not upset about the politics. He's not there because he's interested in what Nancy's doing. He wanted to wait for Nancy there because he wanted to expose Paul and his relationship to Nancy or tell him, hey, your husband did some dirty shit. Or we're running away together. Paul said he loves me. (laughs) If you, if you, okay. (laughs) God damn it. People are guys. Well, just like in the intro video that played, which you guys you guys didn't see, but you'll see, Boya makes a comment in the intro video. I said, "Do you think that that will really happen?" And Boya says, "Yes, because people are dumb." <laughs> if you believe that story, that that was an attacker, Paul comes to the door very calmly, didn't put pants on, still has a drink, <laughs> to the guy that just broke into his fucking house. With a hammer, you also believe you, the same people, right? I'm making a connection here. Are willing to believe that a 104-page paper <laughs> from NASA called the Derivation and Definition of Linear Flight is off the cuff. That there's actually a construction read, company. Read, read the title of that again, because the title doesn't sound off the cuff. It sounds pretty fucking definitive to me. Derivation of definition of linear flight. Definition, right? Of okay. linear flight. The definition of, not like the fuck around. And find out flight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not like, hopefully this fucking works. Yeah, we'll there, see. All right, guys, cross your fingers. Here we go. <laughs> Test number five. Put your helmets on, boys and girls. <laughs> Yeah, as an uh, from an officer standpoint, uh, I walk shot the plane. <laughs> as I walk up and the door opens and I see a half naked man and a guy with a hammer and they're both holding a <laughs> hammer, and I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on? I may have had the exact same response as what those officers did, other than the fact that I probably would have had my gun out and right. and so would have been saw the hammer. If, as soon as I saw the hammer come back, I, I would have probably dropped him. I mean, I, well, I I think that they were in such a relaxed pose because when you hear the 911 call and the guy's undecisive he, he the guy in the background says i'm a friend then I, and i'm just here waiting for nancy and the other guy's going i don't think i need medical or police but i'd like the capital police yeah it, it, it's a very like drawn down situation to the point where the 911 uh, operator goes just call me back when you have an emergency <laughs> Sir, this is nine one one, and and as the officer, you could kind of tell when you the the body camera, they're like knocking the door. I think this is the address. They're, yeah. they're not. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not heightened. Yeah. Like, they didn't know there was a hammer. They, no. I, I, <laughs> I guarantee. Yeah, and why wouldn't you say that in the nine one one call? I guarantee they never knew that there was a weapon yeah. that was there or involved because they were as surprised as everybody else when you see the video you're like oh shit that's a hammer in his hand <laughs> yeah. as as matter of factly as that guy drew it back and bonked him on the head it was a really shitty hammer too it was I like mean, a, it was they were like, like oh shit drop the hammer. hammer and then yeah, he's like you know as soon as he's yeah. going back and he's hitting him they were they did a great job they were on the guy yeah, the response time was good they were on the guy and preventing any other further damage to they... to the individual that got hit you hear paul going <laughs> <laughs> out cold 
out cold. <laughs> I, I've seen Wake someone up, get knocked out and snore, and that was about as loud. T-shirt idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wake up, Paul. By the way, let me just correct the actual official title of that pair that that paper from NASA is the derivation and definition of a linear aircraft model is the official title mm, of go. that. Um, Still holds true. Everything off, we said off the yeah. cuff. That random uh, fucking thing that NASA wrote. Which, well, NASA wrote it. Nah. It's old. That's old news. I don't know what to do anymore. You know, <laughs> I. <sighs> I like I, how we went first full circle with that, though, dude. We yeah, all that. Tie it in, man. All the way back. Yeah. I had to tie it all in. Tuck yeah, it all the way back. Tuck it all the way back. Complete like some people around. these days. <laughs> Complete wrap around. Complete wrap around. <laughs> man. Self you know, snake. it. Um, I shared some images with Boya this past week of this book that I'm reading with some of the research that I'm doing. And it was one of the most disturbing things I've read um, about history that I was taught that I was so sure was 100% stamped truth. Mm. Right? All right, lay something on me. Well, I don't want to go into too much detail because we it, could, <clears throat> it, well, I, well, I can I can expand on on those those off real air, quick. Off air, lay one on me. Well, I, I can expand real quick on, on those without giving, you know, too many um, no-no words and stuff like that. But And it will be an episode in the future. We just kind of, kind of, we, we will have to script that one yeah. um, appropriately. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. um, but it, it's, it's, it's pages out of a book um, that's, I have a PDF version of it. It's 500 fucking pages. So it's, it's written by a guy that has a doctorate from MIT. So he's... You know, smart, confirmed. Smart. He's wicked, yeah, wicked smart. smart. Wicked smart. fucking smart. And the title of the book is called uh, the, the Hoax of the 20th Century. And in, in essence, the guy that writing the book is, is questioning the official narrative of the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. And he, he starts uh, very early on with documentation of the number of people, right, mm -hmm. that was supposedly <laughs> um, killed during that time. Uh, of all different uh, races and religions and things like that. And this is on the back of the documentary that I watched called Europa, mm -hmm. which is fucking 12 hours. And at the end of that, it sources a, a bunch of books, a bunch of documentaries, a bunch of websites. This is one of the books. It was free, so I downloaded it and started reading it. I said, I got to know more about this before I, I dive headfirst into it. Mm -hmm. And he just starts discussing the Nuremberg Trials. Well, in this short three pages that I was reading on it, um, some of the tactics that were used to coerce confessions, essentially, out of it, out of, out of these arrested um, Nazis, was some of the wildest things that I've ever read. And, and some of these things where they ran fake mock trials in dark rooms, mm -hmm. candles lit, um, the people that were the prosecutors, either unanimously Jewish, the defense either weren't attorneys at all. Yeah, zero experience or very little experience. Didn't speak German. Mm -hmm. Didn't do a defense. Weren't offered a translator, a competent translator. Right. And then some of the coercion tactics that they would use. This is all documented. 
they had reports of smashing like over 160 pairs, I guess you could say, of the prisoners' testicles, like destroying them until they got a confession, knocking out teeth. And I think it was like 46 of those confessions that were coerced in this matter resulted in death sentences. Yeah. And I was like, how is this not discussed as part of that history? Yeah. Obviously, it's a giant smudge if it is true. Yeah. But it's just like. To look at that uh, instance in history and think of, like, what a heroic portion that was for our nation to be involved in it yeah. is a little a, a bit concerning now to, yeah. to me. And I'm not saying I'm not, like, if you were in World War II, you were a pile of shit if you fought for the U.S. That's not what I'm saying. And I don't think those people that were over there storming the beaches on Normandy and stuff like that, they were given the same pill that we were about why we were there in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. And right? it's a much different view for them. You know what I mean? Exactly. The, the bad guy's clear. It's the guy shooting at you. Right. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But when, when we start taking people and throwing them, you know, in a, like a makeshift prison, and then you beat the shit out of them to get a confession. Listen, I'm sure most of those Nazis probably saw some shit, did some shit that they should hang for. Um, but it's not a good look when you could only get a confession after you smash their nuts with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not... and, and, and I'm sure that a lot of those dudes have been trained to be like, deny, deny, deny. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but fuck, I mean... Even in Baghdad, we would waterboard them, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> they went straight for nut smashing, dude. <laughs> yeah. Apparently we've escalated a little. Why yeah. do we, we got to go to nut smashing? Yeah. Well, dude, waterboard me. <laughs> Don't nut smash me. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I man, will. I, I'll just confess. What do you want me to confess yeah. to? I'm going to hit your nuts with a hammer. All Tell right. me everything. All right. You yeah, got I, it. I did it. You got it. <laughs> Matter of fact, on a, on a I, Sunday in August. <laughs> I flew the plane into Tower 7. <laughs> yeah. You caught me. I was 12 and I had enough. But, the, but but I think the most concerning part is is that they were putting people in these positions to either prosecute or defend these guys that had little to no experience. And, like, literally, they would have one guy who studied law fucking 14 years ago. And mm -hmm. it wasn't, and it's not any law that pertains to war criminals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and, and JAG was involved, but they were, they were, they were the ones supplying these idiots mm -hmm. to go through these trials mm -hmm. yeah it's uh it, it was getting to the point and i and i kind of had this this thought i was when i was driving into work the other day and we'll kind of wrap the show here um of all the things that i'm starting to learn and do research on and start to question right um it, it's it's some of it kind of weighs on me and i don't know if you guys have uh, similar feelings on this or or, or how it's progressing for you with the more things that we learn is like now being a father at some point storm shadows are going to look at me and be like dad what was this yeah uh, and it i'm thinking in my head like dude i don't fucking know i don't know what that was i i just had this conversation with dominic yeah because he was uh talking about 
um, somehow it got brought up uh, about flat earth oh no it was it was i was telling uh steph about the poem that i had sent you guys mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. right and um dom goes that's ridiculous because the world is round and we know this i said i listen i'm not saying it is or isn't but i don't know that it is or isn't and he's like well like what do you mean we have like pictures from space and this and that and i'm like oh here we go dude mm-hmm. so he had his first shot of whiskey and I had to explain to him, like, no, those pictures aren't real pictures. Those pictures are computer generated, you know. And then he's like, but no, like, you can you get pictures from. And I'm like, okay, it's it's fine. But I I'm not gonna tell you that that's what it is because I don't know. Nobody knows, you know what I mean. And so kind of had like that short conversation of the reason I don't know is because I haven't seen it. I don't know, you know. Uh, it, it's it's this is what we've been told for but we cannot until we 100 percent see it yeah can we know and it's hard and it's hard to explain that to a to an eight-year-old you know what i mean because like it's kind of a heavy subject but i told him i said son unless you see it and you you witnessed it for a fact in person you could touch it you could see it you could feel it you could taste it then we don't know what's real and what's not real I'm going to tell you something, too, because you can see something, witness it, and have five, ten people witness the same thing, and they're going to give you five, five to ten different, different stories. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting thought that I that I had, you know, experiencing that, especially being a father, and it's, you know, sometimes I'm going to get questions I'm not going to know the answer to, and he's going to look at me as the information guy in his life, especially me and his mom, you know, and... Uh, you know, I had this discussion with another podcaster recently about, you know, Europa and stuff like that. And have you watched it? And his idea was like, yeah, I watched about 45 minutes of it. But, you know, trying to paint Hitler as a good guy, I think, is just not a thing. I think Hitler is like an actor similar to the way Trump was in history. And I'm like, that's very well a possibility. But I don't think the documentary is painting Hitler as a good guy. No. Like, did he donate to charity is and hug puppies? Yeah. I, Sounds like a good guy, but I like I wasn't there. I don't know. Yeah. All I can gain is the information that's been told to me seems to not be accurate. Mm-hmm. And then there's another side of the story. And then you have you know there's eyewitness accounts that lived under the regime. And um, you know it's it's hard to yeah. decipher what's true and what's not true. And to wrap up the show, the point we brought up earlier about with this AI technology that's coming out. It's getting very advanced. We don't even know if a screenshot that we see off the internet that someone shares is even fucking real. Yep. So we just Photoshop. Yeah. (laughs) Like you can actually generate these messages that look like you communicating with anyone else. It's Mm -hmm. insane, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's getting harder and harder to discern what is actually real and what is not, and it's it's a slippery slope. Yeah, well, they're already taken over, right? There was a story I was reading about over 100 songs uh, that are at the top of the charts out of China that are mm-hmm. all AI-produced. The only human involved is to, say, uh, sing a song about fucking Chinese New Year and hit a button. Um, you have comic book artists who are losing their shit because people are developing AI art for comic books, right? So now you got all these people who are potentially looking at their jobs being completely obsolete. Um, same with, you know, graphic designers and things like that. Movie editors, 
all this shit is fucking going to AI. And AI, um, obviously everyone's biggest fear with AI is it's going to become sentient. Well, I think it kind of already has. And mm-hmm. people are driving it in to eliminate humans' jobs. It's fucking scary. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting thing. Uh, Brave New World, if you haven't read that book, you know, there's one you can read that guy was telling the predicting the future. Um, I don't know. You guys, anything else you want to say before we end the show tonight? Live show? Uh, I think that's it. Nah. No? <laughs> Chris, glad to have you back in the chair. Um, it's been a while since we've done a live show. Uh, yeah. At least a few months now. Hopefully everything's okay with Noel. We're going to have him back next month for, for Tank at the Tavern. Um, the new program, we'll see. Um, get some feedback on it. And um, that is, I guess, it for this episode of Whiskey Beer and Conspiracy Podcast. Um, I've been Big Country. I'm Boy. And I'm Chris. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. See ya.